Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. It happens every night And I ain't never met a riverboat dealer That could ever be a friend of mine the Summer heat never treats me kind It leaves trouble on my mind So I'm bidding farewell Putting in my notice And I'll see you at another time This highway does not know my name And I don't care, no Yes, I am. Heading my way. Hope y'all are all doing okay out there. Let's hear. Let's hear the hook. I hear. Just a white line gypsy getting out of Mississippi with just That's me. That's been me this week. White line gypsy getting out of Mississippi. I had to go down there and. Uh, Take the busted rental car back. <laughs> Got it fixed thanks to Heritage Automotive up here in Lawrenceburg, Tennessee. Got the uh, busted rental car fixed up. Drove it five and a half hours back down to uh, Laurel, Mississippi, and, and uh, dumped her off there at the uh, Herman's Auto Care and Car Rental there. That's, that's what it's called, Herman's. Dumped it off there and, and got in the old... Uh, the old Nissan Titan that broke down and uh, drove her five and a half hours back home. So that was a heck of a day. So white line gypsy getting out of Mississippi. Indeed, low budget, live, not so live. And uh, we're having fun today. We're going to have some fun. I need some fun. I need some fun. Uh, before we before we get into some fun, I got to say, uh, got some and had, had this scheduled um, had this schedule for a few days to do this uh, with a couple very special guests today, and I'll get into that. But I got to say that uh, today, again, you can't make up what's going on in life right now, but uh, this LBL comes to you with a little bit of a heavy heart, a lot of a heavy heart, actually. Um, lost my 92-year-old grandfather, my mom's dad, uh, my my granddad, we known known collectively. If you live within a hundred miles of here, as Daddy Richard, ninety two years old, and um, man, I 
I don't even know what to say. I, I've I, I needed to do this today to distract myself. Um, he's he's been in really good health his entire life until the last couple months. And uh, when we saw mom go downhill, he really went downhill as well. And uh, I, I I can't describe to y'all. Everybody's got a granddad, right? You know, if you're lucky. And uh, my granddad was that. Uh, he, you know, he was that guy that. Uh, that man on spring breaks before I had a boat was taking me fishing off the bank at every little hole in the wall lake around here. And he was that guy that was chewing tobacco. And he was that guy that was, uh, always had good snacks at his house. And he was that guy that, that always, you know, got up and fixed your breakfast when you spent the night with him after you stayed up all night playing dominoes with him and you couldn't beat him at dominoes. And me and my cousins and my brother, we would always, um, we would always stay with him and, and uh, and I grew up one street over from him, and he had this he had this old red Chevy Impala that he still got there in the driveway today that he bought brand new and and maybe sixty six sixty seven, and uh, and man that thing had dual exhaust and it was loud and and uh, he would rev it up next to people at stop signs <laughs> when I when I was a kid man had no air conditioning roll down the windows you know of course and we'd take that thing fishing and then he had a little Ford Ranger when I was like in my you know, 10, 11, 12, 13 year old age range there. And, and we'd take that little Ford Ranger fishing. And, uh, um, he let me drive that thing home when I was 12 years old from a lake that's about 15 minutes from my house. He let me drive it home. And, uh, and, and my dad was so mad. <laughs> we came pulling in the driveway and man, it was, it was, that was the first time I'd ever driven. Um, but my daddy Richard let me drive my granddad and, and, uh, you know, if you've had a grandpa that you were fortunate enough to have that long in your life, you know how big of a hole it leaves. And uh, he was the hardest worker that I ever I've ever seen. You know, he was he he, he worked at the Murray, Ohio bicycle plant. If you ever remember uh, Murray or Murray, Murray lawnmowers that was in my hometown. He, he worked there. He retired from there. He also put up TV antennas, television antennas on the weekends. And uh, never said no, never said no, would, uh, would, would do anything for anybody and, and just worked himself, you know, fingers to the bone and was incredibly talented, could build anything, could fix anything. He was just that, he was just that guy. And uh, I spend every day of my life trying to be half as good of a man as Richard Peters was. So, uh, you know, going to be another rough week for my family here, and so we appreciate your thoughts and prayers. And I, I say that I, I hate to hate to bring it down on on, on such a, a fun day where I've got a couple of really good guests, but um, I owe that man a lot in life. And uh, got that phone call just a little bit ago, and it's uh, not going to be easy. Not going to be easy. Um, but he's he's been suffering from Alzheimer's, and and it's been brutal to watch. You know, uh, another thing I want to say about him real quick is uh, Riley Green has the song uh, I Wish Grandpa's Never Died, which is amazing. But he also has a song called The Numbers on the Cars that that speaks to me about uh, his grandpa has Alzheimer's. And uh, but he still knew the numbers on, on the NASCARs, you know, the NASCAR numbers and would watch every race and what whatnot. And he also knew everything about every fishing hole and knew the boat, even though he was slipping and. My granddad watched NASCAR 
every Sunday, man, when I was a kid. Every Sunday. And uh, and up until just a, you know, a month or so ago, he was still really with it for 92 years old. And when everything happened with my mom around that time, she spent a lot of time with him always. And he just really, um, he really started slipping, man. He really started slipping. So uh, we loved him very much and we're going to miss him. So um, let's get into this thing here. I, I, I really, uh, I want to thank all y'all for listening. All the support, listen to me I, right now. If I haven't responded to your comment or your email, it's not because I, I'm ignoring it. I'm getting to all of them. In the past few weeks, the, the outpouring of support for, you know, everything with my mom, for everything with the MLF situation with Jim Wilburn, just for overall for the podcast, the new fans. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. The new listeners, new followers, everybody reaching out. Um, it's been incredible. Last week's episode was so much fun with Brandon and, uh, and John, and I can't go on. Let me see if I can find this here. Brandon Polinick. Brandon Polinick sent me a text asking for my address the other day. And, he, and y'all listen, y'all know about my mom and butterflies. And and uh, to be a butterfly, you got to be willing to give up being a caterpillar. And uh, famous quote there, but I don't know how good y'all can see that. Brandon Polinick sent me this, and I got it this morning and, and could not have needed to see it more. So shout out to BP for being uh, being a stand-up dude. And uh, this is this is awesome. This is very awesome. So, it meant a lot to me and my family to see that this morning. So we got that, and so big, big thanks, big shout out. A lot of people don't like when I say shout out, but big, big thank you to Brandon. Brandon's uh, he's a class act in a sport that uh, that has a lot of class acts and has some folks that aren't class acts and and uh, you know are in a whole world that doesn't have class acts. Enough of them, you know. More people could be like Brandon Polnick, that's for dang sure. So thank you to Brandon. Thank you to BP. All right, let's get into some fishing stuff. I got about 10 minutes before we're going to have a guest on here. And I guess I'm very, 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 very excited to have on. Um, Very excited. We're going to have a couple guests today. First one, I'm excited to both of them. Uh, one's a returning guest. One's a first time ever. First time ever. And uh, Mr. Scott Martin. Scotty too hotty, baby. Scott is, uh, Scott's going to Scott's gonna come on. We're going to have Andrew Upshaw on. And uh, big decisions. Big decisions about their future with FLW. Of course, Scott announced this week he's leaving the tour going Bassmaster Open. So we're going to talk to Scott about that. And, uh, and Upshaw, um, by the time you guys hear this, and I kind of know what's going on, a little insider, Upshaw 2, Upshaw 2, leaving the FLW Tour going Bassmaster Opens. Bradley Hallman announced this week. We're going to get Bradley on here in the next week or so. Also, going Bass Opens. Things are getting very, very very interesting and and i wrote here on my note sheet it's happening and it is it is indeed happening um you've got sponsors leaving you've got anglers leaving i was told yesterday by uh, a veteran of the sport we were texting back and forth a veteran of flw that guys that 
we're scraping the bottom of the barrel. So we did a two-year points average, right, to get this year's, this upcoming year's tour field. And they were going to really, you know, stick to qualifications. And this is some of the things that we worked for in our angler panel meetings. But I was told by a very veteran guy that was with me on on the board and has been on the angler panel for a long time and very outspoken in a lot of things and was really pushing for qualifications um, that some of the guys that didn't requalify not even by a mile in the two-year deal um, got called and invited to fish the tour. So a lot of guys leaving. So, you know, that, that takes that legitimacy down a little bit um that we were trying to create with flw and not to mention now you're under bass pro tour and the same pro um that i'll I'll get on here eventually he's been on before uh tell me he's he lost a really big sponsor deal and and this guy is you know i won't throw him under the bus for telling me this stuff but uh lost a really big sponsor deal and the reasoning behind losing the sponsor deal uh, a really big sponsor deal from an industry sponsor said uh, because he's fishing a lesser tour. So that's in in a few months here, a couple months. That's what's been made of the uh, of, of FLW, the pro circuit, and all that. And it's really sad. It's sad to see, and and I hate it for my buddies that are that are uh, there. And I've got a lot of buddies that are going to stick it out, ride it out, and see because um, you you know you still you do you're going to spend a lot of money but you do have a chance to win some money they're promising the tv time and all that we'll see but uh it's it's not what it was it sure ain't uh sure ain't all roses that's for sure and and now you've got anglers making their announcements you're also and i don't think there'll be announcements about this but you've got sponsors leaving uh, these endemic sponsors that i talked about a few episodes ago one of the episodes that they got so mad about um but you've got sponsors either cutting back immensely or you got sponsors that aren't coming back at all. And I won't name those because I can't, but I will tell you this. Um, if you can imagine some of the biggest sponsors FLW's ever had not coming back, well, then that's what's going on. And it's really, um, it's really crazy to see. And, and the way it's been described to me by some people is what's going on is, you know, these people that have such great vision and grow the sport, grow the sport, grow the sport have basically sucked all the money out of it, in my opinion, to to start, you know, this new deal and have really put a lot of sponsors in, in a really, 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 really terrible, crappy situation. And, and like I said a few episodes ago, bent them over a barrel. So you're going to see it, you know, you're going to see that. And Will the will the FLW Pro Circuit field fill up? I don't know, man. There's so many people out there that want to be a quote pro that I just don't. I just don't know. I heard the Bassmaster Eastern Opens definitely filled up. I'm not sure about the Centrals. I'm sure they'll be close too. Don't know how many guys are fishing both. Um, I heard it was somewhere along the lines of twenty to thirty, but you know, um, it's crazy. It's crazy, and. Uh, a lot of stuff going on, man, this week. I saw, you know, there was a Boy Duckett article on the MLF Facebook somebody brought to my attention, and they disabled the comments because they were getting smashed. And it's like, because it was like his idea of winning or something. And um, it was, and I just read, I didn't read the article. And I, I just saw the title, but I saw a lot of people commenting that dis, comments were disabled. And I, that there was a lot of them that were definitely gone, that were hidden and, Man, you can't control the narrative that much, man. You got to let, you know, throw it out there and be honest. If people don't like what you're doing, 
you know, let that show too, but it's really, it's really scary. You know, the same folks that own major league fishing own some of the fishing uh, media out there too. And it's, it's the parent companies and uh, of some of the media out there. And so everything's kind of getting, you know, a friend of mine did, did an article interviewed for an article a couple weeks back and it was what he said and he was kind of going at him was not portrayed at all in the article. And that's, that's rough to see, man. That's rough to see because here's what I know right now. There are a lot of guys on the Bass Pro Tour, MLF, BPT, that are upset over losing sponsor money. And they lost a lot of it, okay? They lost a lot of it. I, I personally, have, personally have friends that lost a lot of money over the decision to go there and over the exposure they got and different things. So there was a call this week that I've been told about a little bit, um, kind of a State of the Union of MLF, and I was told that there were a lot of really guys that were really upset on this call, and there were a lot of uh, of the brass there that were upset that people were upset and basically said, you know, Pollock talked about on here last week that there were meetings and there were changes going on. Uh, apparently it was said, and I don't know this for sure, this is all allegedly uh, that there are no changes coming as of right now for next year to format or to anything else. So I I don't know. I'm so confused, but I know that in my own personal experience, seeing that, you know, that, that uh, attack that can go down um, if you do step against them in any kind of way that I'm sure those anglers that signed up to do this, even if they aren't happy and there are, there are clowns out there and, and guys that I see, they're like, these are the most innovative people in the sport. These are the biggest names in bass fishing, talking about the brass at MLF. And that's fine. Um, I've said it on here before. They're not good men. They're, I mean, they're not. I mean, I've personally dealt with that through some of the toughest times of my life. I've had to deal with them. So um, it's, you know, you can, you can trick yourself into believing whatever, um, on that thing, but at the end of the day, they ain't got your best interest at heart. You know, they just don't. They, they building businesses out of vendettas and um, whatever you know can lead you lead you to places you don't need to go. And that's just my opinion. Uh, it's been my opinion since day one, and I've said it on here many, many, many times, not just the last few episodes. But it's uh, it's it's upsetting to see how this thing's going. You know. Will they straighten it out? I don't know. I sure hope so for the fact of the anglers involved. I, I sure hope that uh, that they can figure this deal out. So, But uh, on this, I also heard that they, they've told anglers they need their decision on what they're fishing. Well, they made these guys sign three-year contracts, so why? And it's so great. Why would anybody want to leave? Somebody leaving the Bass Pro Tour? Yep. Yep. I think you've got uh, anywhere from two to three people that could be back at the Bassmaster Elite Series. And you heard it out of my lips right here. Don't know that for sure. May not happen. When it does, we'll have them on here to talk about it. And uh, I'm 99.9% sure there's some of that going on. And I heard that they were asked to give their decision this week. So, um it's like a, a little meme I posted. Everything's fine with like a fire coming out of an oven. Just, you know, accept it and and work through it and work with your anglers to get through it. Don't downgrade what they're telling you. Don't downplay the fans. Don't make the industry feel like they don't matter. 
I mean, it's it's silly, and it's how you get in the boat that you're in right now. So, uh, with that being said, <laughs> we may not get him right now. Um, hang on a second. Let me let me check with him here. <laughs> Dude, this is so funny. So I'm texting with Scott Martin, Scotty, Scotty Martin. And uh, <laughs> I told him I would call him, and he said, I'm running the boat back across the lake right now. So I'm, I'm guessing he's on Okeechobee. I don't know. He told me he may be going to the Florida Keys today. Scott is uh, – he's all over it. But uh, we'll give him a call here in a minute. So that being said, Scott announces this week that he's leaving. He's leaving. Uh, he's going to the Bassmaster Open. Scott has, you know, been the poster child for FLW as much as anybody else has been for a really long time. I mean, as long as I can remember, you know, um, really he started as a co-angler and, and worked his way all through the ranks. And so it's very interesting to see that uh, he made this decision. I think, you know, he's going to tell us about it. I watched his announcement video. There are a lot of reasons he gives why he does that. I think the, uh, you know, this is a very clear message that that over there is not all it's cracked up to be. And I say this because, um, and I'm speaking for myself, not for Scott, but Scott is the one of the smartest businessmen I've ever been around. He is. He he's one of the greatest anglers of all time too. But he is so savvy in marketing and so savvy um in in just media in general and what goes on. And I think everything that you're preaching about how great things are, I think it's very evident. I think it's very evident for a guy like Scott that's made an incredible living. Um, in this industry and one as much money is just about anybody other than like Dudley at FLW or thrift my microphone's falling off not good um, he has this is as low budget as it gets right here microphone fell um, but really sacrifice going you know the chance because you can't win a lot of money in the opens that that's the thing about the Bassmaster opens is you're dangled the carrot of the Elite Series, which is what you're trying to do. If you win one, you can make some money. The, the payback's not great, right? It's just not. They do need to get that up a little bit. Um, bass, you listening? You do need to get that up a little bit. I understand it, but it does need to come up a little bit. And uh, and the coverage is not just over the top. But, you know, my suggestion to Bass on that would be, man, if you could cover day three, of the final days with Bassmaster Live, dude, people would watch. People would watch. You know, it'd be, it would be awesome. It'd be awesome for the anglers fishing. But but that being said, Scott's given up a lot of coverage. He got a, as much coverage as anybody on tour. And then he, you know, turned that into this television career, this YouTube amazing run he's had. And when he takes his legion of fans with him, 
it's a big hit for that organization. So, and he's going to put them right into the laps of the guys down in Birmingham, Bassmaster, and that's what's going to happen, and that's what you're going to see. Uh, because I, I've been, you know, I've worked on FLW Live and been on FLW the live comments on YouTube and things, and been kind of like a moderator a few times and guest commenter um a few times on there and in the comments and it's like where's scott 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 hey we're here for scott we don't know anything about this but scott 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 from youtube and he brought a lot of eyeballs to flw so i know i know they're gonna be uh he's ready to go right now i know they're gonna be uh missing him over there big time big time so let's see Let's see what we can do here with what's going on. Scott Martin finally graces us on LB Hill. I'm so pumped about this. What's up, dude? <laughs> I am sitting uh, in the back of my boat on Lake Okeechobee while Hillary is hardcore flipping right now, man. She's 14 and she's sticking, she's sticking, uh, she's flipping and getting those baits so far back in these mats and these reeds, dude. You'd be, you'd be impressed. Okay, so I have you and I have talked about this in person, but you have to give Hillary a plug on here because I was actually talking to somebody a- about this this week. She's the real deal, dude. <laughs> she is, and like she's she's gonna take over the game. I have a feeling. I know, I know. She's doing really, really good. I mean, she is straight up loving it for all the right reasons. I mean, she's really into. The competition of it, she's uh, she's just she's. I'm very very impressed. Well, you and I guess it was iCast. You and I talked about it. Uh, I, iCast or the Cup, I can't remember now. But you were talking about truly her love, and I, and it comes through. I follow along. I see everything. You know, she's fishing in those canals. She's she's just fishing, man. She loves yeah. it, and that's really cool to see. Oh, it's yeah, it's it's uh, it's neat. You know, the two my two boys, they love to fish, but they're not into the tournament stuff, and they're not into the the hardcore fishing quite like Hillary is. So yeah, she might be, uh, she might be carrying on the uh, family legacy here. Well, she's got uh, quite a, sure, uh, so. she's got quite a legacy to carry. I think everybody <laughs> knows that, that, uh, you know, I was fortunate enough before, uh, let's see how long ago. It's probably been two years. I, I started doing this low budget live thing as like an Instagram live and really yeah. didn't even do it as a podcast. And I had your dad on, Really? And Jimmy Houston at a Tracker Boats dealer meeting sitting in a corner booth at a restaurant. Honest to goodness, I had a buddy of mine holding the phone, and we had those guys in Ott, and the only thing I have is a screenshot of the live to prove that that ever happened. It was before I had any equipment. And and your dad your dad gave one of the most amazing answers to a fan question that, that night, and it really it kind of shaped things for me in in how you how you grew up and how you learned but he some a, a kid pops up you know the questions we all get how do you get sponsors yeah. how do i do right. this for a living and your dad answered this and he said forget fishing he said fish because you love it he said but if you want to be a professional angler you've got to learn to represent companies and you've got to learn to be well spoken you need to take some theater classes you need to make sure you speak with proper grammar. He said, it's the same oh, yeah. thing I told Scott. And I said, you know what, man? That it, that was the best answer I think anybody could have ever given because it does drive me crazy to see guys, and I'm not I'm not bashing anybody, yeah. but but it drives me crazy to see people. This is how you're, you, you, you know, you earn your living. You need to learn to speak about a company's product. If you're going to do this, you need to go all in in every asset, and that's what you've done. 
so yeah. well for so many years, yeah. man. So congrats no, it's, on it's that. It's important. Yeah, I think you. Yeah, no, it is important. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, you know, it, it'd be different if we were dealing with uh, million dollar uh, tournament wins and yes. uh, five million dollar endorsement contracts. You know, but but you know as well as I do, we're eating bologna sandwiches, dude, all year long. So you better learn how to. Uh, represent the companies well so they can give you just a little bit of money and support so you can follow your dream that's that's if right you can't so you can't pay for it yourself it's uh it's too expensive it's it's sitting uh it's sitting a get rich quick scheme sure. no definitely not and i think you have you've illustrated um the proper way to to work at it dude i feel like i tell people all the time i respect your hustle more than than anybody out there dude i don't know how you sleep at night maybe you don't maybe you don't i mean like you just five you don't hours, have time for hours. it five hour energy i mean like you get five hours of sleep some some nights some nights I, d- I doubt that very much man i've seen you drinking five hour energy is what i was saying i know you rob matsura told me one time camera guy for flw he said man yeah. scott doesn't even have any food in the boat man we just drink five hour energies and just keep going food makes you sleepy Food. There you go. See, there you go. Okay. You look, hey, if you're not hungry, man, you're not going to hustle, right? There you go. You got to stay hungry, my friend. There you, if you drink, Bring a bunch of food in the boat. You're not hungry. Right here, you heard it on Low Budget Live from Scott Martin. <laughs> stay hungry, my friends. Stay, hun- right. stay hungry. So your career, we, we, everything that's led up to this, this latest uh, paradigm shift, whatever we want to call it, it started um, – as a co-angler, really, on the FLW Tour. So you did that for how long? I did only one year back in 99. Yeah, and yeah, you, you won an event, right? As a co-angler, uh, didn't you I win? Did, well, I won Angler of the Year, and I won a boat. That's right, that, that's right. That was really cool. That's, so that was, uh, that was a neat opportunity. It was my, basically the uh, first time I won a boat, and uh, it kind of kind of catapulted my career. But I, I didn't win one that year. Matter of fact, uh, Rob Newell, he's an outdoor rider. Yeah. He knows Rob Newell oh, in yeah. sport. He he beat me at Okeechobee by like six ounces, so I came in second. For Rob Mills, so Rob Mills, Rob, I, I'm, I'm his little. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm oh, I get it. Guy. That's right. He owned you at Okeechobee. Of all, and he'll and knowing Rob like I do, he probably never will ever let you forget that. Oh, he. Don't. If I'm sure, Absolutely not. But, yeah. So in '99, I did that, and then in 2000, I uh, uh, was invited to fish the FLW Tour. You know, qualified yeah. through the through the uh, co-angler slot. And I decided to, to, to give it a shot. You know, it was kind of it was a it was a neat neat beginning because I really wasn't um, it it really I, I knew I was going to be a professional fisherman and I knew that I was going to uh, dive into the sport hardcore, but I really wasn't quite there yet in my in my mind. I was I was working at the marina, doing some marketing things, and and so when I decided to fish the FLW tour, it was. Really, you know, did well in the FLW as a co-angler, and I thought, well, let me just see what happens. We start the year off in Florida, you know, it's not a bad thing for me to try. Right. And um, and so the rest is history, you know. Did, no doubt. Did, uh, did the first year, won a tournament, my second event, and at the time was the youngest uh, guy to ever win a hundred thousand dollar tournament. Pascagoula so, River, right? <clears throat> Pascagoula River, yeah. yeah that's and right. so that was a neat, neat deal, big confidence booster. And after after that, you know, it was pretty much. Uh, you know the wave had kind of started and just kept rolling with it and uh flw was you know just been a has been a great for 20 years it's been a great platform for me and and uh, i've had you know quite a bit of success over there i think i've done about everything that i can that's do. right so, you know now it's 
time to make a, a little adjustment. No, no doubt about it. And I, and I think that you know, because because people are going to speculate things, and I think that the way you 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 came across and the way you talked in your video about you know the classic meaning something it meant something to your dad and he was never able to achieve that and so you you want that and and to be in all honesty without you know going down any rabbit holes the forestwood cup's going away and that was our big crown jewel when you fish flw that's what you work for you got to win it at lake washita you longed to be the only two-time forestwood cup champ i've heard you say it numerous times man and you had several opportunities to get that done and it just slipped through your hands um you know i watched you at wheeler a few years ago when cox won and dude you you were you were i got to do the on the water coverage i got and dude you were you could just see the intensity how bad you wanted that thing being on the water with you there man yeah and uh and so i guess that has to classic aside and you and your you know your passion for the you know for everything your dad you know the one thing he didn't accomplish yeah i mean that aside the cup going away has to sting a little bit right i mean i know i know and decisions are made and i'm yeah i, I feel like yeah. that uh i know that's got to uh, you know to know that there'll never be another forcewood cup champion you know yeah, you know, I'm not sure how that's, you know, and, and it's it's bittersweet for sure. It's in a in a selfish way a little bit. You know, there's not going to be a two time champ. So that's right. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Only you. And, uh, you're so competitive. Not to cut right. you off, but that does make sense coming out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, so it's a little bittersweet. But but yeah, I mean, you know, it it is a it was a pinnacle. It's a pinnacle event, obviously. And um, but you know, it, it is what it is. Times have changed. And, uh, you know, I, I've grown up fishing FLW for 20 years, but, uh, you know, I, I wanted to give my, uh, a chance to fish the BSS. I wanted to kind of pick up where my dad left off. And, you know, growing up, I mean, literally, I was born into the sport, you know, from, from a, a toddler, from traveling to all the tournaments back in the day with my parents and watching all the classics that I did that my dad going around the arena, you know, and weighing in fish. Yeah going to tournaments you know that it was just part of my life and uh and and i gave flw 20 years uh of that and and don't regret one bit of it no not at all time now to you know i have a i have a little unfinished family business is what way i like to put it and and that really means something to me because i want to uh i want to go out there and do it and and i and i and i'm i'm ready you know i'm ready i think it's a good time to do it uh, I think, you know, you're, so you're fishing both divisions of the Opens, and they're going to take, what, the top four from the points and those uh, go to yep, the Elite yep. Series. So Correct. Uh, yep. So you'll have a, a battle ahead of me. You, you definitely do. We, we talked a little bit on the phone yesterday uh, kind of gearing up for this, and and dude, that's it's not easy. You said that you're like, man, you could get you could get over there in those opens and and fight and scratch and claw and not get out for a couple of years. And it's uh-huh. it's a it's a realistic thing. And there are because you have the best of the best. You got guys that are coming from the tour, guys from the elite series fish those, and then you got these hungry either younger anglers or guys that have been after it for a long time trying to make it through the opens. Then you've got this local factor. A lot of times, oh, of yeah. really good yeah. local anglers at every venue you go to. So, it's definitely uh, you've got your work cut out for you, man. But the jewel, yeah, uh, it is. It's going to be a battle. I mean, you know, with those 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 guys that you, you hit the nail on the head. You've got tour guys trying to get into the elites like myself, and then then all the all the regional and local anglers, and um, you know all the different things. You got unlimited practice, and yeah. you know, not that I'm going to change up my game plan at all. I'm going to probably spend three days, four days max 
you know, uh, but you know, some of those guys, they, they literally go there. Oh yeah. Month. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Do you think, I think that can be too much though. Yeah, it is. I it's think never that's too me. much. Anytime I've spent more than, anytime I've spent more than four days on a body of water, yeah, uh, whatever, what, I, it just, it messes you up. Whatever you find the first couple of days always goes away. During the term, Especially so. in the spring. Everything yeah. changes by the minute. I feel like in the spring. So, yeah. well, you, are you going to, uh, are you going to document that? Like you document everything? Yeah, yeah, we're gonna. We're Brandon will be with me as well, and uh, we'll, we'll, we're gonna we're gonna recreate what we did on the FLW. Okay, and and it's gonna be a lot of fun, man. I, I think the fans are really gonna dig uh, this because there is so much on the line. You know, way more this next year than I've had on the line in many, many, many years. A lot of maybe pressure. My whole career. And so it, I think it's gonna be neat for people to watch. You know, the ups, the downs, the 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 stressful moments, the happy moments, uh, you know, all the different things that, that are going to go, go on next year. So it, it's, it's going to be cool. Uh, I'm looking forward to meeting some new, new friends, uh, looking forward to meeting some new fans too. We get to go to a lot of different destinations that we haven't been to yeah. many times, or at least myself. And, uh, so I'm looking forward to, to going and doing some of these new lakes. Somebody asked me the other day, what's, uh, what, what's the lake you want to win the most? And I said, any one of the ones I've never been there before. Yeah, no doubt. You know, like I, I, I get excited about going to lakes that, you know, it's a little stressful, but that's kind of part of the, the fun is when you figure it out. On it's lake part of the addiction before. too, right? Like yeah. that we're all, the, the pain comes with the good and all of this. Um, that's right. Well, I would say with your, with your YouTube following, your social media success, the, they're all going to go through it with you, right? So this could be oh, yeah. this will be the coolest thing for your fan base, especially because y'all are all starting over. Basically, uh, yeah. and, and I say starting over, but uh, you're not starting over in the sport. But right. but a whole new you know a whole new journey ahead of you. Um, talk a little bit. I, I had Brandon Polnick on last week. There's a point that I made about this shift in the industry and some guys when i talk about this in my comments really get angry and some really agree with me so this shift from and you've done it as well as anybody and and you still are very much deep in both but this pro versus youtube or youtube world that we've seen because you know like i know growing up i got my information from your dad and I got it from Bassmaster Magazine, and I got it from, you know, going to a weigh-in. There was no constant flow of content that, like, people have now. Well, now you yeah. have this different sect of section of, of folks like the Googans and mm-hmm. Ben Milliken Fishing and, and, you know, a lot of guys going just the YouTube route that don't necessarily fish tournaments. And there are, right. you know, you look at the Googans in particular, over a million followers each. I, I dare argue on here a lot, and this really makes people mad, but I said, I say this, but I don't know of a time in history that, say, Kevin Van Dam had a million fans. And that's not anything. Right. With Kevin. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a very... Oh, yeah, yeah it's a, it it's, took Kevin Van Dam's whole career to get that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's insane. So yeah. to see this shift, and some people get really angry with it, but do you think... Do you think eventually that world, the YouTube world, the media world, that more people will get their information about fishing and learn to fish through that than they will from following pro fishermen? Do you think that day could happen, With especially with all the – it's kind yeah. of confusion with all the yeah. trails and things? Yeah, I, I, I do. I do, absolutely. I mean, you, let's face it. These guys that are, that are producing content, you know, that aren't tournament fishermen, they're dang good fishermen, no doubt. And 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 so, you know, they're they're able to to really educate the 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 fans out there with with uh, with techniques and, and products and all that. And, 
And so, yeah, I, I think, but what it's doing, what's great is it's really introducing so many new people to the sport of bass fishing. Absolutely. And, and, and the thinking and the thought process behind it, you know, it's like, it, that that's what's so cool that, that uh, it's getting so much bigger. And I don't think we really understand the importance of this. We're kind of in that uh, bl- uh, bl- uh, blooming stage right now, right? We haven't mm-hmm. quite blossomed. We're in that little blooming. It's like little buds popping up. And what I mean by that, it's interesting to think is so, uh, so, you know, for this sport to really move to the next, next level, we need non-endemics, the Chevys of the world, the Coca-Colas of the world, the visas, et cetera. And um, the, the people that are running those companies right now and in charge of marketing budgets and et cetera, you know, those, those people might not have come from a fishing background, mm-hmm. but chances are five, 10 years from now, these kids that are graduating high school and graduating college, being on a fishing team, their whole high school and college career that end up starting companies up or end up being in charge of G- the GMs of the world that go, I love fishing. I tournament fish when I was a kid all through high school, we need to get more involved in this and support it financially that's the that's the that's the blossom right that's yeah. the big giant bloom that's coming down down the down the road is all these thousands and and that's what youtube has done it's got the high school kids and the go- girls and the boys loving fishing like they're supposed to love fishing and we're gonna the, the sport's gonna make big dividends off that investment in five or ten years from now, because again, those marketing co- those companies, those market, those are going to have marketing positions there, and they're really going to support uh, this sport. I, I I agree. That's that's an awesome point, dude. And I think you know you see what what you guys have done with the Guggen baits. I mean, oh yeah, it's yeah. it's proof positive of what's going on, man. They're replacing stuff in every big box retailer tackle warehouse uh i mean it's insane you walk in every academy dicks bass pro it's just it's just loaded with googans and people answer me this scott why do people why do you think people hate on the googan squad or googan baits from a series because dude i see it every time you mention it and i'm definitely i don't consider myself a hater at all of of it and and but i'm saying but you read it right you read it and you see it and and it's why is that is it because they're successful and they're not known as quote proficient a little everything i think it's a little everything i mean look, look, look it used to take it used to take years and years and years to build up your name enough to where people kind of halfway knew who you were. Right. You had to win tournaments. You had to uh, be on TV. You had to do boat shows. I mean, it took years, right? Mm-hmm. Now now it takes months. That's right. right? Literally. It takes months. It's impressive. It, it takes a couple, a couple good videos. People, you're a household name almost. And so, you know, the Guggen Squad, among all these other young uh, YouTubers that have been successful, they've taken advantage of that. And, you know, look, they're being creative. And at the same time, they're growing so fast that people – don't know how to take it right mm-hmm. they're like they haven't paid their dues right well the time's changed it's that's not how the world works anymore these guys are hardcore fishermen they le- eat breathe and 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 efficient so you know it, it's i think there's just some people out there that, that they're just misunderstood or maybe people that don't really even watch youtube that uh that see the success that these guys have and just draw some assumptions at that point yeah i'm but, sure you know I, I think i think it's just it's just the speed of which you can become successful in today's world from based on what it was when we started is is oh, just light years. It's insane. So, it's insane to yeah. see. And I know how from trying YouTube myself here and, and doing, I mean, it's not easy. 
to see no. to see how to, so when you see somebody with a million subs you're going dang it man <laughs> i mean it's it's impressive and to see what you've done with it and and i know how hard you work man i know how hard you work but uh uh one one quick thing and and i know i'm gonna let you get back to fishing with hillary because I, I dude it's sunday afternoon <laughs> and i really appreciate you uh yeah, yeah, and and i know she's probably giving you like the evil eye right now like dad come on let's <laughs> there's a better mat right over here in the monkey box or wherever you guys are on okeechobee um did it last year uh with the whole bass pro tour thing did that did that bug you at all not being a part of that and and I and as I as far as being invited, yeah, yeah. Did yeah. that did that get to you? Being being as that you are one of, I mean, to yeah. me, top ten, top five anglers in the freaking yeah. world of right. professional bass fishing, man. Yeah, you know, and last year, it, so my, my timing of my video that I put out, making my announcement that yeah. I was going to fish FLW was was uh, a premature announcement being that I hadn't had an invite from Bass or MLF at the time. Right. Uh, um, two or three weeks later, some things changed in MLF, and they actually invited. So I do so want you to did, that. So you but did get an I official invite. An, I got you. I, I did get you. an official invite, but I'd already made my commitment. I'd already committed to FLW and, and, and had made my mind up. And okay. So, you know, it just didn't work out at the point. But, but, um, but yeah, so, you know, it, it's not that it, no, and I don't think it bugged me. Uh, last year was scary because you just weren't sure what, it was like FOMO. It was like major FOMO, right? <laughs> you weren't sure what to do. Like, am I, you know, everybody's going over to this Bass Pro Tour. What, what do I need to do? You know, you Absolutely. just weren't real sure. And so it was super, super stressful. And uh, and, I, and I'm glad, hey, I stuck with FLW. I've been loyal to them and I decided to, to stick with uh, stick with them and, and, and it all worked out great. And uh, and now you know we're here a year later, and the it's it's dynamics have obviously changed completely a again. A lot like, again, uh, yeah. With them buying FLW, so you know it's uh it's it's neat to see all of this. It is definitely stressful, um, but for me, you know, my decision, and and I've told everyone this. I said it in my video. It it I, and here's how I here's how I figured it out for me. I took money off the table. I really did. I took money right off the table and said, look, I'm not calculating what I can win in a tournament here. I'm not calculating how much I may lose if I don't go this route or do that route. I'm not calculating if a sponsor is going to, you know, tell me that I'm crazy for making either either decision. Uh, I'm taking all that out. I'm going to follow my heart. I'm going to follow my passion because without passion and without uh, uh, me being driven by my heart, I'm not going to be successful no matter what I do. And so, uh, you know, that's that's how I came to my conclusion of where I wanted to be fishing the you know, the bass opens and hopes to qualify for the elites. And, and, uh, you know, the, the saddest thing about this whole, this whole switch up in the last two years is all the friends that have been displaced all over. No, you know, you're not kidding. Friends on Jeez. The Bass Pro Tour, another half of my friends on the elite tour. I'm leaving some of my really good friends on the FLW tour. You know, it's, it's same it's, here, uh, man. It is sad. And, yeah. And, and I think for me, I, I think that's, the one thing that I'm probably the most bummed out about is just the displacement of everybody. But And it's you know, kind of driven uh, a, a spike between some of us in a way, you know, because this all got a little political. You know what I'm saying? Like it got yeah. weird. And then, but, and you tend to, when you don't see guys at every event you fish and stuff, you kind of lose touch sometimes, man. I've got some of my closest friends over there at BPT and on the elites that, heck, I just didn't hear from as much this year. We didn't see yeah. each other. And that, no, you're right, man. That's a, that's a huge bummer. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. But for you know sure. what? It's uh, it, it it's they're gonna be BBT is gonna be around forever. No doubt. Uh, I, no I would doubt. agree with that. Uh, Bassmaster is gonna be around forever. No doubt. Um, you know, it's a, it's a it's a couple different formats. So I think the fans uh, eventually get get uh, get used to everything, and you know everybody's just gonna get on just get along just fine. I'm sure. And, well, uh, let's all hope so, buddy. Day, yeah. At the end of the day, I did, you know for me, I just wanna. I want to. Uh, I don't want to have regrets ten or fifteen years from now when I decide to maybe slow down on fishing. I don't want to have regrets saying, "Man, I wish I would have, you know, tried yeah. to fish this or try to win that." You know, I want to. I want to get. I want to. I want to fill. You know, finish off some of that unfin- uh, unfinished family business. No doubt, dude. No doubt. We'll get. Well, listen, dude. It's a big life change. Congrats on making the decision. And congrats on you know stepping out there. Good for you, man. That's what I say. Uh, a lot of respect for you, dude, for, for well, jumping out there and changing things. Um, I hope the Martin family has an incredible Thanksgiving. I'm sure it's going to have something to do with Traeger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are. I am, I'm going to do a turkey. I did it. i tell you what. I did it a couple years ago, and I, and I found the recipe online. And, and I'm going to encourage any of your listeners to try a turkey this way on a Traeger or any smoker, for that matter. But a Traeger, of course, is the best. But what I did is I took that turkey – and I lifted up the skin, so you stick your hand underneath the skin, so you detach the skin from the meat, right? Yeah. And then butter, literally like two or three sticks of butter, and put garlic in there and all these spices and herbs in the butter. So you make a spicy uh, uh, herb butter, <laughs> garlic herb butter sauce, and rub it on the meat between the skin and the meat. You follow me? So you yeah. rub it on the skin, and you're sticking your hand all up underneath the skin. But, man, it is, it is so... Uh, so buttery tender and so moist when it's done it is the best turkey on the planet i like you need to do a video on this that way i can follow along yeah do it i will do that do it that's awesome y'all heard it here scott martin's turkey recipe i like it turkey rubber i'm a turkey he's a turkey rubber Okay, that's that's now at the on the screen when I do these, I always put on the phone Scott Martin and I'm putting turkey rubber under your name. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. Scott, <laughs> thank you so much. Hope you and the family are doing well, man. I'll talk to you soon. All right, thank you. Thanks, See Scott. You, Thanks. Bye-bye. Scott Martin. <laughs> turkey rubber. <laughs> Whoo! Low budget live brings uh brings all things out. Ladies and gentlemen. Brings all things out, and uh, you never know what you're going to learn. <laughs> that sounds like a pretty dang good recipe, though. I ain't going to lie. Not going to lie. Um, let's see here. Got one more call to make. To our little buddy. Man, that was good. That was good. Um, you know... Scott really he wants to leave on good terms. I feel like, and and uh, Scott's a businessman, so he's going where, um, you know, where his future is the brightest right now. And I, I do I do believe that uh, that is with Bass, and and uh, I didn't know that I didn't know that he got a BPT invite late in the game. I know he wasn't in the first round of in, invitees, so uh, it's very interesting to. To hear that from him, a lot of you know, I gave him heck on this show about his video he made, his announcement um, before he got invited or whatever. That's uh, that's very interesting, Scott Scott Martin. So always, uh, always 
fun to talk to Scott. I got a million things I want to ask him. And, um, you know, maybe we can have him on again sooner than later. I've had a lot of good times talking with old Scott over the years. And like I said, a lot of respect for that dude and his, and his work ethic. <sighs> so, y'all know this is low budget, right? <laughs> well, I just, I just filmed and recorded a whole thing after Scott Martin with Andrew Upshaw. Oh, and something froze up on the uh, on my MacBook halfway through the interview, and I thought it was weird, and I couldn't really, uh, you know, I couldn't see my levels, and uh, it's gone. It's gone. So we're closing this one down after Scott Martin. I'm going to do another one with Upshaw after Thanksgiving. <laughs> you can't make this crap up, man. You can't. Uh, huge thanks to Scott for being on and for Upshaw for taking his time and Upshaw has some good stuff, but uh, Upshaw's got a, a a big announcement of his own coming out today. So um, on his decisions in life, but uh, thanks. I'm very thankful this week at Thanksgiving for everybody that watches this, everybody that pays this attention, and and uh, you guys are awesome. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for spending whatever time it is that you. Uh, that you got to give me. Thanks for doing that. Thanks for doing that. And and uh, this is uh, this is turning into more and more fun week after week. A little frustrating with stuff like this. Might need to get a uh, a producer, Brian the Carpenter, that works for iClive. Get at your boy. Get at your boy. Maybe you want to move to Tennessee. Uh, I can pay you in hugs and um, StarTron. <laughs> Thank y'all so much for listening. Um. Once again, Daddy Richard. We're going to miss Daddy Richard immensely. Um, about like we're missing my mom right now. But um, going to be a long, hard week for the fam. So just uh, just be thinking about us, okay? Be thinking about us. Low Budget Live, of course, brought to you by StarTron. Thanks to the folks at StarTron for doing that. Thanks to Brandon Polnick for this amazing, Amazing butterfly. That's something I'll never forget. And Brandon's such a such a good friend, such a good man. Fights the good fight and and uh, does things the right way. He's a hustler out there in this old world. Um, but many thanks to y'all once again. I'm going to leave you with a little uh, Biloxi blues as we go out and this clued up, pieced together episode that you're seeing here. Thank y'all so much. If you're listening, if you're watching it, it's going to be a mess. It's going to be a mess, but uh, LBL, baby. Happy Thanksgiving. Gobble till you wobble. Ain't that how it goes? Get your, get your gobble on. Thank y'all. Damn these Biloxi blues. It happens every night. And I ain't never met a riverboat dealer that could ever be a friend of mine. The summer heat never treats me kind, it leaves trouble on my mind. So I'm bidding farewell, putting in my notice, and I'll see you at another time. This highway does not know my name, and I don't care.
Mondays. Head offshore with Captain Scott Walker and Steve Roger for breathtaking deep sea adventures. Coming to me, coming to me, coming to me. Double. He's jumping, he's jumping, he's jumping. Oh! Oh! Look at that belly. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell a few fish stories along the way. On Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV.